So welcome to another episode of Health Unwrapped from Bioglan, and I'm now going to welcome Elisa Rossi to the podcast. Elisa is a recipe developer and blogger, and we're going to be talking all about how you can improve your skin health through your diet. Elisa, welcome to Health Unwrapped. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I want to know more about your skin journey because I know that you were on quite a mission to improve it. So tell us what happened and what led you to starting blogging on Happy Skin Kitchen. Sure. So my health and skin journey started when I unfortunately started to experience hormonal breakouts after I stopped the contraceptive pill. And um, yeah, it was a very not pleasant experience uh, because I never had any skin issues, even when I was a teenager. So I really did not know what to do at the beginning. Um, I went uh, down a very kind of like standard medical route. I, you know, I, I visit some dermatologists, um, which uh, prescribe me different kind of medication and antibiotics. Unfortunately for me, that route didn't really work. So before I gave up completely, I thought, you know what, let's just give it a go and see what I can do by myself. So I started to do some research into diet and lifestyle. And definitely the diet link came up quite often when it came to hormonal acne. And then when I gradually, very, very gradually started to make some changes into my diet, but also into my lifestyle. So um, yeah, it was definitely a more holistic approach. It wasn't just a diet. It was also things like make sure I was sleeping enough, exercising and try not to be too stressed, which is always a bit challenging in the current times, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and was it quite gradual in terms of how you were changing your diet? Because you were you were veering towards a kind of plant-based diet, yeah, weren't you? Yeah, definitely. I didn't go cold turkey. It was a very gradual process for me. I personally think I would have really, really struggled to completely change my diet overnight. I started uh, to cook more from scratch, for example, and kind of like stop relying on, you know, convenience and more processed food. I started making my own breakfast before I went to work every morning. And yeah, just kind of like baby step, because as I said, I think because I was such a foodie and, you know, I loved food so much, I think kind of like changing everything overnight would have been just too overwhelming for me. Yeah, definitely. And being Italian, I, I'd imagine meat was quite prominent. In yeah, your it was. It yeah. was. I literally, I think I was brought up on Parma ham and cheese and all kind of stuff. And was that hard to kind of move away from those things? Yeah, it was. I'm not going to lie. It was definitely a process. I mean, if you are used to eat, you know, meat and dairy pretty much every day, you're going to find it a bit tricky at the beginning. That's why I think a gradual um, gradual change is much more sustainable than just an overnight change. And obviously you did this because of what was going on with your skin. Yeah. So when you started, what kind of things did you notice at first? Were they physical? Were they mental? Mm. So I, the first thing that I kind of like tried to eliminate was dairy. Um, there, I think there is much more research needed in the kind of like link between diet and skin. So, um, but there was this kind of like topic around around dairy that was coming up quite often in my in my research so I stopped I stopped using dairy um, as the first thing and I also tried to kind of like 
not cut down completely, but uh, reduced dramatically uh, the amount of like sugary stuff I was eating. And I did see a big improvement in my skin. I'm not going to lie. I was still kind of like breaking out, but my um, hormonal breakouts were not quite as red, angry. I also was not getting them quite as often as I was before. So I think I definitely could see some improvement. And then I, I think I kind of like got very, you know, very excited about that. And then I started to um, incorporate more vegetables, for example, more greens, kind of like really went on a discovery into plant-based uh, unprocessed whole foods. And yeah, I mean, the improvement were quite significant, but it took a long time. It wasn't an overnight miracle. <laughs> so would you say you had to be pretty patient through the process? Absolutely. I think when it comes to skin issues, patient and be kind to yourself is so important because there is not such a thing as an overnight miracle. Uh, lots of skin issues are very complex and there is not such a thing as a quick fix, unfortunately. And it has quite an impact on your confidence, doesn't it? Yeah, for me, it definitely had. And I know people say, oh, you know, they're just spots. But it's not just that. It really makes you, as I said, not quite confident. It, I didn't want to go out as often as I used to if I had like a bad breakout you know, melt moment. I did, for example, decline like dinners or, you know, outing with my friends, which I know it sounds a bit silly, but it does really affect your self-confidence. And you've been talking about the skin issues being hormonal. Did you find that when you were understanding more about what could be done with food, mm -hmm. that you could adapt it through your cycle if you were prone to, you know, different times of yeah. breakout coming related to your cycle? Yeah, I mean, as I said, it's such a, I think, or especially hormonal acne in women, it's such a complex topic and something which I definitely think there is uh, more research is needed because I think you can still find very conflicted opinion on it. So I definitely found that eating a more whole and processed whole food diet has helped dramatically, including lots of like healthy fats, especially like nuts and seeds and avocado, lots of leafy greens. And as I said, just trying to look at it as more like an holistic approach. So making sure I was sleeping eight hours a night, making sure I was incorporating daily exercise and also trying to manage my stress level as well. Because for example, I was going through quite a difficult time in a job where I was very unhappy and I was very, very under stress and I could see my skin flare up dramatically. And I, I definitely think it because I was so, so stressed out and very, very unhappy at the time. So it's a really, it's a, it's a real mix of different factors which needs to be taken into consideration. And obviously we're talking at a time where, you know, we're all so aware of looking after ourselves better to ensure that, you know, our health can be as optimum as possible. And yeah. If people presume that eating this way can be time consuming or expensive, what would you mm. say? It actually makes me so sad when people say, oh, eating a plant-based diet is expensive or it's too complicated. Because honestly, when you take it back to basics, it's actually a very affordable and a very easy diet. Um, 
I think there is a lot of like buzz around like superfoods and protein powders, but actually some of the healthiest food on the planet are some of the cheapest. So think about your broccoli, think about your cabbage, your sweet potatoes, even like onion and garlic. They're so good for us and they're so cheap. Your beans, your lentils, your whole grains. These are all very cheap and affordable food and they have incredible Um, you know, nutritious benefits, and they're often just overlooked, which Mm. is, uh, which is sad. So I think if you want to eat a plant based diet on a budget, the key is to cook from scratch, which I know it does require a little bit of time. But I think if you can squeeze in a little bit of meal prepping on a Sunday, for example, just make like a big batch of like a bean chili or a lentil dal or a curry, you know, cook a batch of sweet potatoes, I think it can be very affordable and very easy as well. And those ingredients that you've mentioned, which are pretty everyday, yeah. are, are they ingredients that, from the skin point of view, have been really beneficial for you as well? They are. And that's another thing which I find quite frustrating when there is so much attention to like all these kind of weird, expensive ingredients. When actually, when you look at, for example, things like kale, which luckily is quite easily available here in the UK, Even just one cup of kale exceed actually your recommended daily amount of vitamin C and vitamin A, which they're both essential for, for example, collagen production. And also vitamin A, for example, is really important to boost cell turnover. You can find vitamin A in things like sweet potato, carrots, squashes. So things like really humble produce like kale or even broccoli, again, another great source of vitamin C, they are so, so nutritious. You can also find things like beetroot, for example, which they had an incredible source of antioxidants, which obviously they are so important for, you know, happy and glowy skin. So yeah, I would probably say to focus on simple whole food. You've just mentioned a whole load of root veg. And as we're starting to enter into yeah. the colder <laughs> the colder days and the nights drawing in, yeah. that whole like roast veg, you know, it's really hearty and, yeah. and warming, isn't it? At this Definitely, time of year. yeah. And would you say roasting is still a good way? I mean, if people are thinking about best ways to cook so they're getting the most out of those types of veg? Depends on the vegetables. So roasting, yeah. for example, is great for, as, as you said, root vegetables like squashes and carrots, turnip, parsnip, uh, steaming as well. It's a great way so you don't overcook your vegetables. So broccoli, for example, I love to just steam some broccoli. But in general, I would say if you are new to eating um, a substantial amount of vegetables, find a way of cooking them that you really enjoy because you want to make this sustainable. If eating a plate of just plain boiled broccoli doesn't really want to, doesn't really excite you, then find a different way to eat them, basically. And what's your go-to, you know, that you've really fallen in love with since you've been cooking this plant-based food? I would say probably a good vegetable or chickpea curry. I just absolutely love all the Indian spices. And again, spices are incredible sources of antioxidant. They have so much health benefit. So incorporating few spices into your cabinets is, is a wonderful thing. You can start with things like turmeric and cumin and garam masala, and they can literally lift and transform any dish. And also curries and stews, you can make a huge batch, you can freeze them, you can or you can store them in the freezer for a good week, and they're just perfect for kind of like easy meals. 
Now, you describe yourself as a, as a recipe developer and your Instagram is so gorgeous looking. It's so oh, vibrant. Thanks. And there's yummy looking stuff there, both savoury and sweet, which is always nice. It's not just cutting out all the sweet goodness yeah. if you have got that <laughs> sweet tooth. Where do you get your inspiration for this healthy skin food from? There is a lot of inspiration out there, I think. I think my main inspiration is definitely trying to maybe veganize or healthified one of my favorite dishes. Uh, so if there are things which I love eating growing up, like, I don't know, a lasagna, then I try to make a plant-based version um, of it, maybe a bit healthier, maybe throwing in some lentils and some extra vegetables. So yeah, I would say probably trying to healthify my favorite comfort food dishes. And has there been anybody in your family that's been hard to convert or have been quite successful? Oh gosh, uh, definitely my partner, my my uh, my boyfriend Sam. He is definitely a meat eater, and he still is. But <laughs> since I've gone plant based, he's been eating way more plant based recipes. He's going, um, he's eating way more vegetarian and vegan dishes, and he's definitely eating less meat, which is which is wonderful also for for an environment point of view. So I think uh, if you have someone in your family which you think is going to be hard to convert I feel you but I think over time <laughs> the more people see you cooking delicious dishes and they try them they really they really will learn to appreciate them and you can also highlight the benefits of them having younger looking skin yeah absolutely I th- especially I think when you can't when with women is definitely a good selling point I think that there is a lot of emphasis putting on skincare products which don't get me wrong a good and solid skincare routine is wonderful and it's important but I personally believe that what we put inside our body every single day three times a day is way more effective yeah I'm with you on that one (laughs) let's talk about what you've been doing with Bioglan on their tummy diaries campaign tell me a bit more about that so I was actually really excited when they approached me because I am hugely passionate about gut health and I've been actually researching into gut health and kind of like skin health as well so um, they asked me to try their inulin powder and to kind of like do a tummy diary for a month. Um, so in case you're not familiar with inulin, is like a water-soluble fiber, which is sourced from chicory root and offers a range of different health benefits. It's non-digestible. So basically it passes through the stomach, the small intestine into the large intestine where it's fermented by the gut bacteria, um, providing the bacteria with the kind of like material and energy which they needed to proliferate and grow. So it basically promotes digestive well-being naturally. And because it's so rich in fiber, it also kind of like contributes to normal uh, bowel function. So yeah, I was very excited to try it. I personally, uh, I think especially since I follow plant-based diet, don't really have a huge kind of like gut issues, but it was quite interesting to see, <laughs> maybe this is a little bit too TMI, but it was definitely interesting <laughs> to see the stool frequency improving. Don't worry, we've talked about poo on this podcast oh. before. We can say the word. <laughs> Amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, especially because when I took the inulin powder, it was in the summer month and I had the chance to go back to Italy to see my family. And I also travel around Italy for a bit. And I do find myself when I travel, my kind of routine goes a little bit out of whack and also my bowel movements they might be not quite as regular but because I was taking inulin every day 
it definitely helped me to stay on track. So if you struggle with regular bowel movement, I think it's something to definitely consider. Were you surprised at that, that you could maybe relax things a bit, but you could still then get the benefits from taking something like inulin? Yeah, absolutely. Especially because it's, it's something natural. So it's not like a laxative. It's something that you just incorporate into your diet and you can just, you know, take it with a glass of water, for example. So something very easy and uh, something which, yeah, I was very surprised it had such an effect. <laughs> Is that how you generally took it, just in water? Yeah, so you can mix it with water. I just find it that very easily. It doesn't really taste of anything, but you can yeah. also add it, for example, to your, um, if you have a morning smoothie or if you have some porridge or some oats. So yeah, you can really be versatile in the way that you're taking inulin. I took an Atlas Biomed test, which was actually really interesting because I've never done anything like that before. And it's basically like a test to assess your gut health. And the results were quite interesting, actually. So for example, my microbiome diversity was quite high I think because I eat quite a variety of different plant food but for example my probiotics level was a bit on the low side so something which maybe I can look into to maybe increase my probiotic uh, intake and then my dietary fiber intake was medium, which I guess is quite is quite good. And then there was some kind of like other uh, parameter like vitamin B6, which seems to be a bit low as well. So maybe something which I need to look more into. But yeah, overall, I thought it was very interesting to kind of like have a look at my gut <laughs> from the inside. And do you think people, because I definitely am having the conversation more, it seems, with some of my girlfriends about gut health. Do you think that this conversation is happening more and more? People are realising that, you know, actually pains and aches and all that kind of stuff, it, it, you don't have to just put up with it, that you can actually address it quicker with what you're eating. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the more I uh, listen, I mean, I research and read into it, it sounds like, you know, lots of kind of like very common um chronic disease as well do stem from the gut like for example I read the other day that 70 percent of our immune system is in our gut so if you want to kind of like look and feel healthier and more energized maybe the gut is also you know a good place to start uh, for lots of other things as well so it's very very fascinating and you mentioned that you're passionate about gut health have you done much research into prebiotics and, and skincare connections and in the work that you've been doing I have I, I, again I think um, um, also when it comes to gut health and skin health I think there is more definitely more research is needed on these on this topic uh, there are some studies that you know link having a healthy gut with also having a a healthy skin and I do personally find that you know when my digestion is a bit like out of whack my skin is not quite as clear as it normally is uh, so it's a very fascinating topic and I think we are just literally starting to learn more about it. I think it's so interesting the whole way to think about what we can do from the inside out especially in terms of your skin and if people are listening and they they do suffer from breakouts and mm. they have gone down the medicated route and mm. and it's not working for them and they want to take this kind of thing on how would you advise them to best go about it? You talked about it being quite a lengthy process. Yeah. Where's the best place to start with it? Mm. Oh, it's a, it's a very, <laughs> I can talk about this for hours, I think. Mm -hmm. So I personally would start to just overlook completely your diet and lifestyle and see where you can make some, some positive changes. So for example, 
I used to have a full fat Starbucks cappuccino and a croissant every single morning for my breakfast. <laughs> and I, you know, even something so simple as having breakfast, you know, I was not nourishing myself with that breakfast. It might have been delicious, but there was not real nourishing in it. So, for example, I start making overnight oats instead. So I will mix oats with chia seed and flax seed, which are really good in omega-3. I would add, you know, a handful of berries, maybe a chopped apple. And that's when, and that's how I started it. So I started very gradual, for example, just, as I said, just making a better breakfast. And then maybe you can look at your lunch and say, well, actually, maybe I'm just having a sandwich from Pratt every day. Maybe instead I can have, I don't know, a baked sweet potato with some beans and some veggies. It just make it, I think it, it more, it's, it comes down to changing your lifestyle and, and diet for the better and trying to focus on whole and refined plant-based food and, and yeah, and just be kind to yourself because it, it can be a very lengthy process. It's definitely not an overnight fix. So even if someone just thinks, okay, I'll just start with breakfast. You yeah. Know, if it feels too overwhelming to make such a big overhaul, if they just choose one meal of their day, maybe as a starting point, it's a good way in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, we're all busy and sometimes changing your diet overnight can feel so overwhelming and it's so easy to just be like, you know what, this is too hard. I'm just going to give up. But I started with breakfast and I said I moved on to lunch and I started to cook more from scratch instead of just having a bag of pasta and a jar of pasta sauce every night. And then I started looking at things like exercising. So I started to do some YouTube workout, maybe going to some Pilates classes like a couple of times a week make sure I was getting enough sleep so switching off my phone at like 9 a.m and 9 p.m sorry and just trying to get you know a very restorative night's sleep and just look after myself I think that's what it, it came down to because when I when my skin was breaking out I was you know was also much younger I was 23 so I was very busy living you know a very busy London life and I didn't really prioritize my health um so I think the massive change for me was to like you know I'm gonna look after myself now I'm gonna eat nourishing food I make sure I eat my you know portion my my five portion of fruit and veg every day eating my greens getting enough sleep moving my body yeah it was just literally a matter of deciding my, my, my health not just my skin my health was important and I and I needed to kind of like take some action on it and I think if anybody listening needs inspiration I mean your insta feed is is gorgeous oh, I was just looking while you. you were talking and it looks so Mediterranean you can see the Italian influence <laughs> there thank you Elisa really lovely to hear how it's worked for you and to to find out more about what we can do because I think so often we do just assume it's the medical route of, you know, and the creams and the, the, the tablets and it could all be, you know, so stingy and uncomfortable. Yeah. And so if you can do it from the food point, I think it's brilliant. Definitely. I mean, I'm sure the medical route might work for some. I'm not saying sure. it doesn't work for anyone. For me personally, it didn't work. And to be honest, I'm actually glad it didn't work because if I didn't have my skin issues, I don't think maybe I would have never changed my diet for the better. So in yeah. the end, it kind of like all worked out <laughs> wonderfully. <laughs> Which is good to hear. Thank you so much for chatting with us. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure.